All right, this is True News 365. This is a Christian worldview commentary podcast here for the purpose of bringing clarity to the moral, political, and cultural insanity that's going on today. And I seek to be a continuous reminder to those who are born again that God is still on the throne and Christ has been given all authority and will soon return. And we encourage one another with these words. Join me, share these podcasts abroad, and let's take it all for Christ. definitely want to discuss uh, an important topic today. Um, I want to uh, title this one, No Bible Studies with So-Called Atheists. Okay, let's set some groundwork uh, first and foremost to understand why we as believers in Christ should not uh, have Bible studies with people who call themselves so-called atheist okay there are too many reasons why bible studies with atheists is a real waste of time the first reason which i'll get further into is that so-called atheists don't exist that's right okay the second reason is that for those who deny god they're denying truth if you deny truth how much of the truth are you going to understand oftentimes if you're busy running from something you're really not going to understand that thing very well. Okay? Uh, thirdly, skeptics often want to argue against the Bible by taking on a narrative of the Bible that Christians don't even believe. Okay? Uh, so now, with their poor grounding for truth and morals, they're going to judge the God of the Bible for his truth and moral standard? Does that make sense to anyone? No. Okay, so uh, they want to argue purposely for a Christianity which no Christian believes in. Okay, in denying the scriptures, they're going to hopscotch over the historical record, the cultural and original understanding of the original languages of the text, and then argue with the Christian about their doctrines. <laughs> that does not make sense. Not at all. Okay, the Bible clearly states that the carnal man cannot understand the things of God their foolishness to them. Okay, if a person is in rebellion to God, they're not going to be speaking out of a pure, um, they're going to be speaking out of pure rebellion and bias against the word of God. But for the sake of this podcast, these are the biggest reasons why we should never do Bible studies with so-called atheists. Okay, for starters, number one, the word of God does not recognize a single human being as being an atheist or anything like it. So it's kind of hard to have an honest dialogue with someone who is claiming to be something from which you know doesn't even exist. It's like having a, a serious conversation, a serious discussion with someone claiming to be a pink elephant. How serious do you think that conversation will be? Instead, it teaches that anyone who says there is no God is a fool. A fool According to the word of God is someone who knows better but acts the fool anyway. It's referring to morality and behavior. It's not referring to intelligence. 
all over the Proverbs, it's the fool who keeps getting into trouble, who's stiff-necked, stubborn, deserves many lashes, builds his house on the sand, etc. It's a person who doesn't care about consequences, they denies consequences, disobeys their parents, doesn't regard rules for life. You know, it's a, a, a rebel. The modern-day so-called atheist will define him or herself as someone who claims there's no evidence for God. But that definition has been changed, and even among themselves, they're pretty confused about what they really, what it really means or how they want to define themselves. Oftentimes, it's confused with agnosticism, which is supposed to be the claim that one suspends the judgment about whether there's a God or not. In reality, one can say an agnostic is a self-professed ignoramus, and you wouldn't be too wrong in saying that. However, since we all truly know there is a God, as the Bible clearly states in Romans 1, this too is a false claim. To label, uh, to label yourself as an agnostic is simply implicitly denying God. To say one doesn't know when one clearly does is not only self-denial, but it's also logically false. And so, both so-called atheists and so-called agnostics are self-refuting themselves with the simple claim, and it is a claim, to a belief. By claiming unbelief in any way, shape, or form, they are the ones who need to argue for their position, not the theist. The theist operates under the worldview of belief. So a denial of that belief or a worldview logically necessitates a logical refutation against it. Don't get fooled by the skeptic who claims that you, the believer, has to prove God. Because number one, you're already standing on your worldview of which someone is questioning. And number two... The Bible already declares everyone knows there's a God. So what is there to prove from our end? Okay, the proof of God is that without God you can't prove anything at all. They're simply saying they believe there's no knowledge or facts for God. Or they believe they're suspending judgment of whether God exists. It's the same damn thing. And again, it's both a logical fallacy, both of them, both positions. If you say there is not enough evidence to prove there's a God, well then, we all believe there isn't enough evidence to prove not God, right? So there's no proof of God, there's no proof of not God. So then they're denying God on the basis that there's no, not enough evidence to believe otherwise. And by that, they're committing the fallacy of ignorance. Argumentum ad ignorantum. Because their position not to believe over believing is arbitrary. They have no evidence to believe or not to believe. If they say, I believe, there's no way to know if there's a God or not. Then the question to ask is, do you believe all facts that you know of determinately necessitate coming from the mind of God? If they say yes, 
They're accepting that all facts come from the mind of God, and so they believe God exists. If they say no, then they're implicitly denying God, stating they don't believe all facts determinately necessitate and come from Him, from an almighty God. Because not to believe that all facts necessitate and or come from God is a denial of God. If you claim his nature and his necessity in everything, meaning all facts, then you deny him. So there is either an explicit denial of God, which is what the hard atheist does, or an implicit denial of God, which is what the agnostic is doing. Either way, they deny God. So it doesn't matter whether one states they're a so-called atheist or a so-called agnostic. Okay, number two. The understanding of God's creation is not only clear from the facts that surround us, as in the heavens declare the glory of God, which is what the Bible says. The creation itself, but God's word is also revelation of God. It's a special revelation of his word proof of God. The Word of God demonstrates to us that we can know things, we can identify what things are, and we can judge our own motives and actions to rely on logic, understanding, and a standard of ethics consistent with human flourishing. The uniformity of nature is relied upon because God causes things to remain the same and consistent, whereby we can measure things empirically. The God of the Bible demonstrates through special revelation that we can know all these things by the very character of God and the words which he has spoken. Because God is wisdom and knowledge. God is truth and he's pure. God is creator and perfectly holy. The Bible describes these attributes of God which correspond to everything that we can logically and uh, that we can understand about knowing things, understanding things, and and even recognizing and judging right behavior. He is the great mind from which our thinking is after his thoughts. The one who denies God can't ground any of those things in their own worldview unless they borrow it from the Christian worldview. When they want to argue about what things are, the nature of things, they need to borrow from the Christian worldview to make sense of it. When they want to argue about how they know anything to be true, how they know things, they need to borrow from the Christian worldview. When they want to argue from ethics, human morality, they need to borrow from the Christian worldview. And so as you can see, the person who comes to the table even just calling themselves a so-called atheist or so-called agnostic is denying a lot. The other reason why we should not have Bible studies with so-called atheists is because, number three, when a person denies their sins, they're not ready to recognize their need for God. Okay, no one will come to something they absolutely have no need for right? Jesus said in Mark 2.17, it is not those who are healthy that need a physician, but those who are sick. 
I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God requires repentance. Mark 1.15, the first words of Christ in his ministry were, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist also warned the Pharisees to bring forth proof of repentance. Acts 3.19, Therefore repent and return, so that your sins may be wiped away, in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Acts 16, And after he brought them out, he said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Okay, the Bible says, the Old Testament says, If you seek him with the whole heart, you will find him. Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. Paul told the false religionist on Mars Hill, God isn't far from any of us. Jesus says, you will find the truth and the truth will set you free, etc., etc., etc. The truth is offered to all. Jesus said, Father, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. People can go on and find the word of God for truth. Also, God grants repentance. Acts 5.31 Therefore repent and return so that your sins will be wiped away as in the other scripture. Uh, Acts 11.18 When they heard this, they quieted down and glorified God, saying, Well then, God has granted to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. Okay, God grants repentance. It comes from Him. Our need for repentance. The Word of God says we've all sinned and have come short of the kingdom of God, the glory of God. Therefore, it's by repentance and recognizing in who we truly are in relation to God that we must come to Him. Peter said God is waiting for more people to repent before He comes. That's what He's waiting on. Jesus spoke of the 99 sheep and the one who he goes after to come to God. Jesus gives his example in the Luke uh, 15 of the prodigal son who leaves and disobeys, but God the Father accepts him back after he repents, or rather the, the, the father in that parable. A loving call to repentance and forgiveness of our Father in heaven. That's what it, it was, it was uh, resembling the forgiveness of God towards his uh, his people okay uh, Hebrews says the book of Hebrews it says if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts okay if I were to lift just list on scripture verses alone I could do like a two-day podcast of God's call to repentance and the demonstration of redemption and love from our, our God the word of God says there's no excuse okay so this is my final note Okay, I've seen believers get on here on, on various platforms uh, where they talk to skeptics who do nothing but evade and deny truth, curse and carry on, blaspheming the name of God, on and on and on and on. And the believer is more than okay with that, wasting their time while people listen in, in, in studio audiences, right, on various platforms. Who knows who they are? You know, and what stumbling blocks are being presented in front of them by what they're hearing. And these believers somehow think it's okay to carry on like this. 
while the profane non-believer, the, the profane non-believer sits and judges God and his word. For a while, and by the believer's permission, they get to be the judge and put God in the witness stand cross-examining God instead of the other way around. Does anyone see a problem with that? I do. I personally have a problem with that. I don't sit and waste my time like that. I don't it doesn't take long for one to know where the spirit of a person who's talking to you is coming from. Very early on, someone who dares to call themselves a so-called atheist, a fool, a self-professed fool, despite all evidence to the contrary, despite all logical demonstration that I've laid just laid out. It's someone someone who does that is someone who's a lying devil, just looking to take more blows at Christ. Through, through the unbeliever and they're pigs not worthy of our pearls you know I hate to seem uh, overly harsh but we have to know the difference Psalm 1 says we shouldn't sit in the seat of scoffers and stand in the way of sinners anyone who denies their sins is a person who isn't ready to be forgiven of their sins there's a time to teach there's a time to discuss doctrine and scripture that's reserved for real brothers and sisters in the faith for Bible studies and to teach those who come with a spirit of genuine curiosity, but don't take blows needlessly because it's really Christ who's taking the blows, not you. There will come a time when we'll have no choice but to take blows for Christ, but until then, it's some form of morbid, like a morbid entertainment, and I believe it grieves the Holy Spirit and it, and it serves to add to the God denier's eternal consequence. And so we're not doing them any favors either. Those who truly believe the Bible when it says there are no such people as atheists, if you truly believe what the Bible says, you'll know that it can only be by a way of a really bad self-delusion that someone can say there is no God. So we're to act like we believe what the Bible is actually saying. And it makes a difference in how the conversations with these people go. After about 35 years talking to people who claim to be so-called atheists, believe me, it gets right to, to the chase when you ask them certain questions and qualify them. Either way, they're going to blaspheme God by denying him to your face. What I'm saying is, get to that stage sooner rather than later and identify who you're dealing with without all the needless blaspheming of our Creator God. I like to see where they're coming from first, and that's how I test the spirits. If they deny God in the creation of all things, and if they deny their sins, you'll know where they're coming from. Okay? So, yeah. So, pretty much, uh, that's my podcast for today. It was a short and sweet one. Okay? I uh, will uh, be posting this, and in the hopes that brothers and sisters will listen and they'll recognize when they do come on various uh, platforms, and they'll use sound discernment and judgment when dealing with people who call themselves uh, so-called atheists or so-called agnostics. You got to put their feet to the fire and let them know that we're not, you know, if you let them know that if you, if you delegitimize their foolishness and their absurdity early and you let them know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to treat you like what you say you are, you know? It's like a lot of this is happening also in the culture 
where you know the world is saying well this person is a woman and they want you to recognize them as a man okay so and if you're gonna now change your pronouns you're not doing them any help okay in the in the real world of 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 god's ultimate truth you're not doing anyone any favors you're not doing the culture any favors you're not doing them any favors <coughs> excuse me you're not doing the future you know uh, of 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 a generation the future generations any 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 good by you know introducing and allowing and you know uh you know uh, accepting falsehoods uh we have to push back you know and it's a loving thing to push back because you're defending truth and you're standing for truth you know and they, they often what they say is if a person doesn't stand for something they're gonna fall for nothing for, for or rather fall for everything you know, and so, okay, so check out my podcast on anchor.fm, True News 365. I'm on IG, Facebook, Twitter, Clubhouse, and even on Cheesy TikTok, believe it or not. Um, you know, check out, and uh, I'm on YouTube. Check me out there as well. And uh, if you're a Christian, a believer, you believe in, in the Lord, uh, seek his face every single day. Okay, God bless until the next one. Take care.